You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey guys, Joy Taylor here. Mm. And before we get to the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast, I want to talk to you about Health IQ. Health IQ uses science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for health conscious people. So if you're living an overall healthy lifestyle, you have a 60% lower risk of mortality than someone who isn't. Mm. Whether you're a runner, cyclist, vegan, you name it, Health IQ rewards you by saving you money on your life insurance. More than half of Health IQ customers save between 4 and 33%, and these savings are exclusive to Health IQ. So to learn more and see if you qualify, get your free quote at healthiq.com slash crazy and mention the promo code crazy when you talk to a Health IQ agent. Now let's get to the show. Is that why you wear that life hoodie today? No, they spell it regular life. Oh, but still. Yeah. They just give you life. Health insurance. Life insurance. Life insurance. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Shout out life. <laughs> Maybe I'm crazy, but everyone is missing the point of the NCAA scandal. Preach, Joy. I don't got That's all I got. I go. I will. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Welcome to the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. I'm Joy Taylor. That's Brandon Newman. Hola. In his... Uh, Actually, inexplicably, in his NCAA gear today. Yes. Today would have been a day to wear some professional gear. Really? Probably. I don't know. I want to come for it. I want to let people know where I'm coming from with the takes. You feel me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel you. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on. We've got uh, in and out which we usually do. Um, some stuff from the NFL in and out that people are going to be very upset with. Uh, LeBron, Wakanda mm-hmm. forever. Yes, always. Uh, Popovich, um, some losers, some winners. Maybe Blake Bortles is a winner this week. Maybe not. Who knows? He deserves to be. Uh, petty report, um, as we usually do. But thanks for joining us again. Hope that you are sub- a subscriber on all of our outlets. Get uh, it. Maybe I'm Crazy Pod on all of the digital platforms mm-hmm. and YouTube and such. And, of course, Apple Podcasts. But this week, uh, the NCAA is appearing that it's going to go down in flames. Not really. There's nothing. There's there's no scandal that's going to take the NCAA down. I think we've... We've pretty much figured that out, Not but yet. there are two. Well, yeah, yeah, I think we, I think we know. I think I think we have enough evidence to prove <laughs> that true. no matter yes, what yes, any yes. kind of trouble anybody gets into, the NCAA is not going down. But there are two points to the NCAA scandal. Uh, if you don't know what's going on, um, people are getting paid. Student athletes are are getting money, uh, which is not new. But Mm-mm. there's two points to the scandal that everybody is missing, and the first is that it's completely evolved. Everyone still thinks that it's uh, boosters and alumni giving people money uh, or families money or kids money to go to school. And it's not just boosters anymore. It's much bigger. And the second, when it comes to the NBA, is that everyone thinks that the one-and-done rule is the NCAA, and it's actually the NBA's rule, Mm. which people seem to forget. That's important. So let's start with point number one. Um, So there's at least 20 schools involved uh, there's a big yahoo sports story there's an fbi investigation obviously everyone heard what happened with patino um now you have sean miller at arizona uh, on wiretap it's it's very mafioso everything that's going on <laughs> right now um yes, very much so but what everyone is not realizing is that it's not just 
boosters playing paying kids anymore. It's it's completely evolved and it is it is trickled down into the most beginner level of basketball. So it's not just AAU anymore. Everybody thinks that it's like oh, oh like everyone who doesn't play in college or high school they're playing in AAU. No, it's Nike, it's Adidas, it's Under Armour. Those are the the sponsors of the leagues that these kids are playing in. Mm. First of all. They have invested an insane amount of money. They each have their own leagues. You have Nike's EYBL, Adidas Gauntlet, Under Armour Association. They have dozens of teams. All these kids get swag. You have allegedly you have parents of other prospects of the team helping to move other prospects closer to their school so that that kid can play in their yep. school. Mm-hmm. Uh, these these shoe companies are sponsoring high schools. They are flying these kids all over the country. These same shoe companies are sponsors of colleges. Mm. And then, of course, we know they then give you shoe deals when you get to the NBA. So boom, boom, boom. It's on every level. That's just one part of it is that these shoe companies are involved. And as long as the shoe companies are involved, that's a billion-dollar industry. Mm -hmm. So sneakerheads out there, when you really take a step back and look at all this, it's fashion. Mm. Mugatu, okay, <laughs> it's fa- it's fashion though. This is what's really yes. this is what's really driving all of this is is gear. Yeah. Nike, Adidas, Under Armour. These are these are essentially fashion companies. These are clothing companies and shoe companies that are influencing the NC- kids in the NCAA and kids before they even make it to college. Yeah, the very amateur level. All athletics. That's just one part of it. So, so one part of the influence that is pushing these kids into different s- schools because obviously the motivation is if you play in the Under Armour League you're then going to go to an Under Armour school mm-hmm. and then when you graduate from that un- well, graduate from that Under school when you leave right. that Under Armour school you will then sign an Under Armour shoe deal mm. get them early okay yeah, yeah yes that's the, that's the strategy yes. going on here but another part of it and this is a big part of the FBI investigation is agents so yeah. allegedly, agents will give players money or a loan, and then they'll get compensated. They will get the money back when they get into the league. Well, that's a risky investment because there's no guarantee that that kid is going to stay with your agency, which in a lot of the cases that are coming out through this report, they haven't. So they've given uh, this, there's this, this ASM Sports, so there's, there's a ledger which who knows if this if, if these recordings are even accurate? Like there's it's not like this is above board. So the guy could have written in any amounts for what he's given these kids. So right. you know, so and so got ten thousand. Who knows if that's true? There's no way to verify any of this because it's all under the table. But the whole thing is just insane. And the names that are on here: Marco, Marco Fultz, Kyle Kuzma. I mean. There's there's an insane amount of, of of kids who are tangled up in this over 20 major schools, and it's only going to get worse as we get closer to March Madness and the tournament. And like the biggest takeaway when it comes to the corruption that comes to the NCAA for me is there is no way as long as these billion dollar companies are involved in the sponsorship of these programs, is this going to go away? How do you eliminate it? You can't you you can't ask them. they need them. The NCAA needs them as much as Nike. Needs well, yeah, the NCAA. I mean you, you you need sponsors, of course, but the the NCAA 
the the whole entire system leading up to it is is a disaster. Mm. Like it's it and, and the the NCAA hasn't updated its rules to keep up with the growth of grassroots basketball. Right. It's it's if you look at the Ball family for example, like they aren't associated with this, but if you look at the 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 growth, the explosion of their popularity in grassroots basketball, it's tremendous. I mean, you've got pop-up shops and there's there's hundreds of kids waiting outside. Who do you think is who do you think is paying attention to the to these kids? They have whole brands before they even make it to college. Mm-hmm. All of that is coming from the AAU circuit, which people don't understand it's not the AAU circuit anymore. It's Under Armour, Adidas, Nike. Mm. And these kids grow up through. They play in to- tournaments for years no, before they even make it to college with the influence of these billion dollar companies. Yeah, in high school, the best football players when I was coming up was you got invited to the Nike un- the, the Nike camp, the Nike camp right. where you went and go and you do like the it's like pro day. It's a huge invitation and I I got invited and I was it was a huge thing. Every I was leaning towards Nike so much just because I got invited to the combine. Yes, that is that is their motivation, right? <laughs> literally, for yeah. that to happen. So the other the other point of this, um, while everyone's discussing all the corruption that's going on with the NCAA, is the one and done rule. So uh, Van Gundy came out and called it racist. Um, LeBron talked about it today. LeBron said the NCAA is corrupt. We all know that. I'm sorry, it's going to make headlines, but it's corrupt. Um, I don't know if there's any fixing the NCAA. I don't think that there is. It's what's been going on for many, many, many years. I don't know how you fix it. I don't see how you can fix it. Obviously, I've never been a part of it, so I don't know the ins and outs. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know what five-star athletes bring to a campus, both in basketball and football. The college coaches get paid. Obviously, we know college coaches get paid like professionals, and I know how much these college are, colleges are gaining off of these kids. So, but LeBron is echoing what everybody else is saying, but what LeBron is not paying attention to is this one-and-done rule. That's the NBA's rule. Mm. And why is it in place? It's because veterans don't want to lose that last roster spot to an 18-year-old kid. The rule is you have to be 19 or you have to go to college for a year. Damn. They no, don't want to lose true. that spot to, to an 18-year-old kid who's just going to sit there and develop mm-hmm. when it can go to a veteran player. So the system is literally designed around keeping these kids from reaching their full potential. And... I don't. I honestly don't know how you fix it. It's it, it's been this way though. It shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. The big reveal, I think, to me when I dug in on what's actually happening with the NCAA, is not that kids are getting paid. Mm-hmm. It's not that coaches are, uh, you know, involved in the corruption of it or they know what's going on. It's not that families are getting money. It's not that uh, the the NBA is really the ones that has the one and done rule. The biggest thing to me is people aren't paying attention to the influence of these giant sponsors on these kids. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fix is. And and while we're talking about the NBA and everything that's going on with that, you look at the at the NFL when you talk about changing the one and done rule. Why is the the, the rule for the NFL to me is even worse? And I know everyone's like immediate pushback is there. There's no way that a high school kid can come out of high school and go straight to the NFL with a high school body. Fine. Not really. Sh- okay, but maybe some running backs are, maybe some wide receivers are, maybe some quarterbacks are, and even if they're not, why wouldn't they go get signed to a team and start working on a practice squad with NFL level trainers and NFL level nutritionists? And NFL level therapists. Yeah, no, all, all and NFL level film rooms. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't they be put in that position as opposed to having to go to college for three years? It's obviously easier to build the system off the lowest common denominator than these 
outliers like LeBron James and uh, Maurice Corrette, if we're talking to NFL players, that could have been ready straight out of high school. Sure, I get it. There are and and, and but to that point, yes, there are not a lot of LeBrons. There are mm-hmm. not a lot of Kobe's. There are not a lot of Dwight's. It's LeBron, Dwight, Kobe. Like that is the point. Right. But shouldn't that be on a GM? And can we create a system where a kid can make a choice whether they can go to college or go pro? You don't have it in other sports. Why is it in this situation? And the the, the why is of course billions of dollars. Right. Like that that is the why. But to me, these kids have to find a way to unionize. Somebody has to step up and put together a system that prevents this from happening. And the thing about it is, is it's really a stretch to even make it illegal. Like you have to search for wire fraud and yeah. defrauding America's institutions to even actually prosecute what's going on. Like maybe there's some tax stuff happening, but it's a fair exchange of services. This isn't really like breaking the law. It's just kind of like, yeah, it seems a bit unethical. Right. You're breaking rules. Which are meant to be broken. Hey. I mean, you know, ask for forgiveness rather than permission. It's I'm all I would say. If you're not sure. cheating, you're not trying. Yeah. But I don't blame the kids. Mm-hmm. The, the system is set up for, for you to find a way around it. It, it. The system is set up now that the only way to change it would have some level of anarchy, some level of, like, insubordination, like, the system is based because there is based off the fact that kids don't know what they're doing. They need help. They need rules and guidelines to help guide them. And if I had to say which side I'm on, obviously from a football standpoint, like I do think you should have some time as an incubator period to learn and grow and realize what's the best decision for you. But that decision shouldn't be forced upon you. Well, okay. Maybe that's that sounds nice. It's a very it's a cute notion. You. Maybe you should get a shirt made or something. But like that, that <laughs> the same rules don't apply for everybody. Like yeah, me at eighteen might be uh, way more mature than the average eighteen year old. Right. You whatever. Who everybody yeah. is different. Everybody mm-hmm. has grown at a different pace and maturity. Like I'm not saying that who you are at eighteen is who you are at twenty one, twenty two. Of course you have that growth period. But why is it up to some suit to decide if I am ready to go professional or not? Right. Tennis players can go professional at what, 14? Mm-hmm. It's it's just insane to me that you shouldn't have the choice as an adult to decide what you're going to do with your future. Just miss me with the whole like you're getting an education thing. Yeah, no. And the thing about the the, the thing that's bothered that always bothers me about that, even when there's not a huge scandal with NCAA, is like if I went pro, couldn't I just pay for my own school? I don't need your scholarship. Yeah. If, if I'm if, I, if I'm hook. going, yes. Yeah. If I'm going to go earn an honest living, yes. I can save my money mm-hmm. if I choose to do so and come back and go to school. You act like this is a thing that isn't advertised everywhere. Go back to school. Mm-hmm. It's a there's a story every time someone Not decides to, to go back. Not to mention the fact when you get out of school. I mean, I'm I don't know about you, but I have some student loans I got to pay off still. Like yeah. we're keeping it 100. Yeah. And it's not it's not the the olden days when you're like, oh, I've got a college degree. I'll take a job, please full benefits and yes. I'm going to be able to support my family. This is this is not the same situation. Yeah. So who are you to tell me I can't go and maximize my skill and it's physical. You you who knows you're going to blow your knee out. Who knows how long your career is going to be. It's insane to me that there are these regulations on these kids that they have to participate in college sports in order to be eligible to make money professionally when the system is making billions of dollars on their labor. You listen to Lavar? Lavar, 
I mean, get get that league together, okay? You know it, is it. it is time. It is time. We're asking for it. It is time. Just just put it together. There's, there's there's never been a better time to try and take out the NCAA than right now. Mm. I I don't know what the major fix is. I don't know how you pay the players. Um, if you do like a pool of money for each conference and distribute it that way, you know, do you create a bracket system for what teams bring in the most money and they get? Mm. Uh, who knows how you do it? But there's definitely a way to do it. That, but I think the way to do it would take money out of the pockets of these no-name faces at the NCAA. Oh, no, no, no. Anytime there is money moving, somebody yeah. is losing money. That's right. a fact. But what? anytime that there is major change on the institutional level, it's because there is no other option, right? right. Like, uh, somebody who's sitting there making a billion dollars is not interested in the suffering of, like, this, this kid. Obviously, they— they would have already changed it. If they're like, you know what, I feel really bad about making a billion dollars off your likeness and not giving you any of that money. Maybe I'll just change the system. We wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation right now. Right. Right? Because mm-hmm. that's what that would have happened. Instead, you have to go in there like, excuse me, we're going to send, send you to, um, to federal prison if you don't start sharing the money with the kids that um, mm. are making the money for you. That is when, you know, things change. Right. Right? Obviously, the NCAA is not going to go to federal prison, but... That's how it all works. We You're should. not going to like voluntarily give money away. We should like put everything you. on the like table. You're no, no, nobody's going to voluntarily tip 20% on the takeout. Listen, okay? it's called karma, joy. <sighs> I'm putting it out there. I'm giving back, and it's coming back to me every day. Oh, it is? I'm sitting here with you right now. Oh, you think because you tip a ridiculous amount on the, your you're takeout that that's right. the reason why you're on the podcast? You're welcome. <laughs> I'm considering advocating for kicking you off the podcast for doing that. <laughs> Okay, so to talk more about this, uh, mm-hmm. we have Ryan Hollins, formerly of the National Basketball Association and the NCAA, UCLA, UCLA Bruin. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see, get his thoughts on some of this. All right, Ryan Hollins is in with us. Thank you so much for joining us in our, our humble abode. Yes. You're, nope. You're very impressed with our, our <laughs> room here. I'm, I'm highly impressed, but very confused at the same time. We're, yes. we're, we're not quite in the dungeon, no. but... No. It's an upgraded dungeon where yes. we are, you know. You're, but you're getting in on the ground floor. No, there's there's a lot of there's a lot going in. <laughs> there's a lot going into today. You Thank cannot you. sleep on what's happening. No. Like, no. I'm all, I'm all in, fellas. Yes. Come on. And, and uh, we're about to grill you, so you got you have to be Uh-oh. ready. You're in your suit though, so you're yeah. you're ready to Uh-oh. go. Um, so the NCAA, you're mm-hmm. a UCLA Bruin, um, but not associated with this unless you ask Lonzo, which he mm. says they are associated. But that's another story. Uh, they're in a little trouble right now. There's there's some things being said about some players being paid and some agents and other stuff going on. Um, FBI investigations. What is your opinion on exactly what's happening right now with all that chaos? I hope it blows all the way up. Mm. I in Arizona right now is just that's the little fish. Like are, are we really are we really not telling the truth right now? I hope it it spills over to Duke. I hope it spills over to to UCLA. I hope it spills over to Ohio State. I hope mm. it spills over to every major program because that's the only way that we see change. And are we going to sit out all of these players, all of the money out of college sports? Um, it's not a matter of that collegiate athlete, should they should they be paid. It's just absurd at this point that I, I step away with billions of dollars, literally billions of dollars, and you make nothing from it. Mm. You make an education and – We've been there before. You know that education is not for everybody. Right. We got some of these dudes that I'll say they're dumb as a doorknob, but you bring them in and you find ways to make them eligible. 
So you bend when it's convenient to you, but not convenient for us. Um, something, ha- something literally has to change, and just be like, just be one hundred about it, mm. because it's it's just a nasty, nasty cycle, disgusting system that trickles down to AAU, trickles down with these shoe companies, and I, I understand that when the collegiate uh, student athlete process first started. There was some purity to it. Um, and that kids just went there to get education and right out of college, you know what I'm saying? You could go get a, a job right. that could feed your kids. Now you come out in debt. Yeah. Now it makes no sense. And now I'm telling you to be a professional ball player but go to class. Dude, I have a history degree at UCLA. I have a history degree from UCLA. Am I going to be a history teacher? By no means. It was it was fancy networking, right. if you want to be honest. And, and I'm a guy who graduated. So when I say that uh, school isn't for everybody, it wasn't for a lot of my teammates. These guys don't go in those with those priorities. They weren't preached that. Mm. They're there to, to, to get a bucket or score a touchdown or, or, or score a goal. That's what they're there for. So let's not confuse ourselves on why we're there, what this process is about. So how would you change it? Would you just – make it available for each individual school to pay whatever they want. So, so the NCAA regulate it. Who is in charge? Who gets paid? Do the women basketball players get paid the same as the football players? How does all that work? So let's stop fronting for one um, because it's a double standard. We're not equal. We're not equal. How long? Am I wrong? No. They've been preaching for the longest time. Wow, you got to have Title IX and as many men's sports and women's sports. And I yeah. love that because my daughter – her senior year of high school could pick up some golf clubs and get a Division One scholarship. So, like, selfishly, I love that as a parent, baby. Go, go to school, yeah, <laughs> all right, yeah. for free. Um, but I tell you that you're all equal. But I'm paying. I'm selling you a basketball jersey for sixty to hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. You come into a game to get a certain package. You sit front row. It's it's a couple hundred dollars to get that seat versus the nosebleed seats. Right. But I can go into the soccer match for free. We're not equal. I can go to women's soccer for free. We're not all equal. We're, we're not the same. But you preach that to me, but you don't sell that the same. When you do your television deal, when you get that UCLA or that Duke deal with ESPN, and y'all bringing that numbers, there's no TV deal for soccer. And you don't, you don't say, hey, come to the games for free. We're student athletes. They're amateurs. Your coach makes a professional contract. Right. He has a professional contract. And there are some college jobs that are better than professional jobs. I I talked about this the other day. If we listed a professional entity, a professional organization, Mm -hmm. they got a marketing deal, they sell shoes, they sell tickets, they got season ticket packages, this all the way down the list. They have a professional coach, a trainer. This is a professional team. I played last year in Spain and Italy, and in that time – I had some of my teammates in Italy that were still students and still being paid to play, play professionally. Play professionally. They're on a team mm-hmm. with us. They practice with us. Sometimes we have certain practice that they miss. But these guys were being paid to play professionally. And if you can get it at 14, 15 years old, they ship them straight off. And I'm not necessarily for that. I, I understand the innocence of these children. But don't act like the only way that I can go to UCLA or that I can get a degree is through sports. Right, dude. My daddy raised me better than that. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't basketball, I wasn't seven feet. I'd go and get an education somewhere, and that's something that somebody can't be stopped to do. To say, to make it seem like there's this charity where we're educating you. These dudes don't want it. 
It's not right. It's not for everybody. Right. So the one and done rule, uh, a big misconception about that is that's the NCAA is doing. It's actually the NBA, the NBA's rule. Mm-hmm. Um, it should you have to be nineteen or go to a year of college. So, do you think that they should change that rule, or do you think more kids should start skipping college if it's not for them and yeah. go into the G League as they call it now, which was once the D League? Um, what do you think about that rule? Interesting enough, uh, this summer, man, I was blessed to have the opportunity to sit down with Adam Silver. Mm. And, like, before we die, like, he's one of the coolest commission. Like, really? he gets it, dude. Like, he's one of us. Like, he'll talk nice. to you like one of the fellas. Like, I don't want to say one of the ladies. You feel We having the conversation, fella. right? You right? ain't here. You yeah. yeah. official yeah. lady fella. You, yeah, yeah. You, you know. I'm a lady oh. fella. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I got to let you say it, right? I can't say it. I'll take that out of context either. We spoke about the one and done rule because of my time in Europe, and I said uh, these guys are eligible to be to jump into the league. In a sense, they're, they're held in a higher esteem than the American athletes. Uh, I feel penalized almost for being American mm. because of my exposure, the way that I'm seen. For instance, if you didn't know this, if I get drafted uh, and I'm a part of a EuroLeague team, and it doesn't work out, I can go back and develop. No sweat off my back. Not a big deal. I go back where I'm comfortable. I get bigger, stronger, faster. I have the MO of playing. I actually proposed something uh, to the commission. I guess I'll share it, man. I guess I'll break my my biggest, my big news here. Ooh. But I said, why can't us American athletes go back to school? Or why can't you draft a guy and stash him in college here? So imagine, per se, if you're the Philadelphia 76ers. Right. And you drafted a guy, and he signs to the 76ers. He's property of the 76ers. They pay his tuition. They pay his scholarship, whatever. He's on a stipend through Mm. them, but he still goes back to school. And now you have this uh, symmetry, this unity uh, within college sports and and professional sports. And he would play at that college. He would play. Oh, he would play. He would be eligible to play and develop because still this is part of his development. But you knew he was not ready for the NBA yet. The NHL because does something similar. It, yeah. the, uh, there's players on the football, I mean, on mm. the hockey team at Notre Dame Word. who was already drafted by the the Boston Bruins, mm-hmm. and they were they were just there in school for the next three years until they was ready to jump and go to the league. Yeah, it makes sense because a big part of school, I mean, if we're being honest, college, sure, you get your degree and that's fine and that's yes. fun, but a big part of college is you're developing into from a from a child into an adult and that period when you are a young person yep. Uh, yep. learning about yourself and what you want to do with your life and and all that is important to developing as a, a professional at whatever it is that you're going to do but of course it is a professional athlete yeah. what did you say yeah absolutely and as a <laughs> as a former professional athlete and collegiate athlete and guy who spent 4 years in a process i would feel more comfortable putting my name in the draft knowing that i can go back to school um, I remember a former teammate of mine that I won't name had a situation at school where he wanted to come back. He wanted to just test the waters, but he felt the pressure from a coach that was just – it was an all-or-nothing type deal. Right. You either jump in as a grown man or you stay here with us. Wow. And he wanted to take care of his family. He wanted to live better, you know, so he took that leap of faith. Years later in the NBA, obviously, um, it worked out, but as a European player – I don't have those same stresses. I don't have those same blessings and opportunity. Um, man, we are the system, dude. Like, we, we are the money. Like we I do. actually think of all the – I mean, there's – everyone has a different solution for the situation. I really – I don't have a solution for the situation. I got more solutions. I think it's, I think it's you been, want it? 
Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm more. saying I think for uh, <laughs> I, I do, do want to hear them. Uh, for me, the whole scope of the NCAA is not limited to uh, just basketball, though, because I think football has a real problem too uh, with how yes. that they prevent guys. And, and it's football and basketball are two different animals as far as you know. It's a contact sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you can make the argument that basketball is a contact sport, but we know it's not the same as football. You're not getting you're not running into a wall yeah. every play. So. Uh, high school bodies need a little more time to develop, but there are certain positions, I think, running back, quarterback, mm. some wide receivers who are there already. Maybe they just need a little time on the practice squad or whatever that would transition. That Very few players could transition mm-hmm. from high school football to the NFL, but I do think it should be a rule that's changed also. But that suggestion True. actually, I think, is the best way to eliminate all of the craziness that's going on because it really comes down to money. Like, the whole thing is money and mm-hmm. you guys have brands already lamello has what how many millions of followers <laughs> already that's already have brands you can't you can't buy that so that's that's not something even that colleges can really mm. even offer you anymore i mean if you're if you're not a top 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 prospect maybe like oh i'm going to kentucky but those aren't the guys we're even talking about here the, mm. the issue is the big money so what you're suggesting suggesting actually eliminates that because they're going to be paid and yes. for a lot of these kids yeah. it's like Okay, I got a scholarship. I'm going to this big university, but what about my family? Yes. You know, I got to help them out, and that that suggestion actually, I think, eliminates that. You you want the rest of it? Because sure. that was just that was just, that was a just little ice, top. and that was hey, a little a little spice. We got to spice it up a little bit. <laughs> um, my other proposal um, with with the NCAA, and I, I believe it's fairness to to all athletes, is that we because every college doesn't make the same money, right? Mm-hmm. Every every yep. sport isn't the same. Yep. Um, I think you have a form of revenue sharing where amongst athletes, because there's billions of dollars mm. being thrown away, sure. and I'm not sure what that number is, and don't tell me you can't figure it out, and yes, you're going to have to make us employees. Oh, no, they mm-hmm. know. And, and yes, uh, if I miss class, I get fined. I'm sure as a coach would love that, Ooh. would love that. You're, you're actually yes. losing money. Um, but there's a form of revenue sharing. Uh, within your scholarship, possibly, I'm sure we make enough money to pay for all athlete scholarships. Mm-hmm. We make more than enough, or at least pay for half, or or however that would be negotiated. And then you give these athletes because this is another hypocrisy: is that I won't pay you, and you can't go out and make your own money. Somebody else can't pay you, and what that leaves me as a collegiate athlete, who let's be honest, a majority of our star. Uh, football players and basketball players come from single-parent households. They come from the inner city. Mm -hmm. So when an agent comes knocking on the door and says, "Uh, I got $100,000 for you to sign with me. I got got $200,000. I'm going to put moms up in the apartment, man. Mm -hmm. You want to live better? We'll we'll take her out here with you. How do I turn that down, dude? You can't. (laughs) Right? You you can't, and they don't. And they shouldn't. And then the NCAA, what they're forcing on us, is as a former Notre Dame football player, mm-hmm. they're forcing student athletes to learn how to get over, really, mm-hmm. and like how to, how to scheme, <laughs> how to go under, how to go around and get away with it. And I mean, obviously, you know, I can put that towards life later on, but yeah. like, that's not the type of lessons you're supposed to be teaching these kids at 17, 18 years old. Yeah. And if I'm thinking about it, man, if I could send my, because I'm really, you getting paid, I'm not getting paid. If I could send moms, let's say some dude's going to trick it off, dog. Like, mm-hmm. we know a couple dudes going to buy chains, right. buy a car, lease it mm-hmm. in their name. You a grown man, dude. You could go and die tomorrow at war, right? You can die for your country tomorrow, mm. but you can't make money to get paid in the NCAA. Right. So um, you give them some of that, 
and then you give the freedom to these guys to endorse their brands. Let's say I'm a player at mm-hmm. Notre Dame, right? Mm-hmm. I know it's it's darn near like religion, literally at, at Notre Dame yes, football. It's a religion. Oh, yeah. I think they're whole, they're I, I, all bit. Yes, is religion. I can't even I can't even downgrade it. <laughs> yes, and there's a car dealership. All right, and I want to pay you to endorse my brand. Mm-hmm. You can come in and make money within that. You can make money within that. Now you still as a as an employee have obligations to make it a practice on time, mm-hmm. to handle your business in the classroom. You know, all those things go in. You know, you have a certain GPA to uphold. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are ways that you can do that. Easy. In, in- I think they have to, I think, uh, and uh, my suggestion is to you to be a uh, union president. I think that they have to unionize. I, call, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's very hard to unionize. People just you say that. You a problem with that? What? Because it would have to be a student athlete, and these dudes have tried. Amateur but we're out. We're well, out no, no, I don't. I don't think that's. I mean, you have to have. Um, you have to have money behind it. But I think there are enough people at this point, and really, I know your uh, guy. You want to know your guy? Because it's not me, but I know your guy. Who? Ed O'Bannon. O'Bannon. Big Ed. Big Ed's had the had a class action lawsuit uh, against the NCAA for the video game. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Those. Who don't know mm-hmm. Ed? His first day on campus goes to play basketball in the men's gym. Right, tears his knee up, slips on a on a puddle of water, tears his knee up. Ed is in a situation where he literally can't even practice, and people don't know this. And he sacrificed essentially his pro career to stay four years. And he only in college you play two games a week. So much like football, you probably like that's all of us. Mm-hmm. You sacrifice your body to make those two games, and by the time he got to the pros, where we play, Oof. you know, three games in in a week, four games in a week, he couldn't do it. His knee couldn't last. But he made big, but billions, billions for UCLA. So he's a shining example. Now yeah. he's left with what? So he won that lawsuit, and and man, he had to. You know, I watched a special on him that he came out with the other day. Um, actually, this week, and where he was like, I had to sacrifice commentating opportunities, um, coaching opportunities. Nobody would touch me, you know, because of the uh, the lawsuit that I was in, right. because wow. of the stance that he made. What he what he moved forward. So I think. Well, yeah. yeah anytime you uh, you fight the system, you're gonna have right? people who uh, <laughs> who are not appreciative of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's you have to have a, a, a unionized or a, a centralized system but i think that i mean look i have opinions about the ncaa for uh forever and, and tomorrow but I, I do think that this particular scandal i think mm-hmm. you're right and i actually agree with you i hope that it all blows up yeah. because look this isn't something that we didn't know no one i mean if you're the person out there who's like no it's it's still amateur <laughs> uh, i'm not talking to you because you don't you know you're just you're not this is the wrong podcast for you because we're we're, we're functioning in reality okay yeah. or at least yes. my, at least my reality right now um that's not what happens. Like, we, this has been going on for, what, 40 years? Yeah. yeah. I mean, how long has this been going on for? Yeah. And it's it, it's evolved now, certainly, because you have AAU and you have agents and you have shoe companies and that stuff didn't do, exist before. But the bottom line is, I agree with you. This, has, this whole thing blows up. If all the big schools are involved, if you, if you see everybody's dirty laundry, everybody has to bear their mm. skin the same. It's not like we're holier than thou. And everybody sees it for what it is. That's the only way it gets cleaned well, some up. Some of the backlash that I've heard is that you don't see the dirty laundry of the NCAA. People don't know the money they make. As former just students, they say, you're going to raise tuition because mm. if they take in the basketball money, they got to pay y'all. Tuition is going to raise up for us, wow. and they have no idea how much money's going in. Or oh, that nice little UCLA science building, that uh, economic center mm-hmm. that was made in Notre Dame or wherever, 
They don't know that that money built those buildings, and there's more, more oh, yeah, than there's, enough. There's billions, <laughs> yes. and uh, and the NCAA like they they're not uh, they're not free and clear here with, with with any of this. And that's the biggest thing is that it falls on the athletes and the students, and it shouldn't. the The adults in the situation are the exactly. ones that are benefiting from it, and the ones that are you know the more money that you have in the situation, the further you are available to get away from it, which is you know yeah standard. Speaking of UCLA. Uh, we're big Lonzo fans around here. Yes. And yes. <laughs> Triple B. <laughs> big baller brand. Ball okay, so uh, what, what's, first of all, uh, as a Bruin, what is your opinion of the, the Ball family, LeVar, that whole, that whole uh, situation? You have to understand, you got to take a step back and know that uh, what LeVar, big baller brand, Lonzo, the whole entity has done, they represent so much more than themselves. They represent athletes having an awareness of their likeness, mm. of their image, of not just saying their brand, but like what you actually mean. And that's really been confused. Imagine if LeBron James had the rights of his own shoes, put them <laughs> together, made the sacrifice, right. and sold them. Everybody would have to have that. Imagine if he hit Nike and said, I want royalties, mm. not just 90 or whatever the lifetime deal was that he got right, 100, right, right, something right. crazy. It's not as crazy what Nike's getting. Mm-mm. It ain't nowhere no near. So I don't fault LeVar at all. I love what he's doing. I wish there was more of a social responsibility to the other athletes. I'm not for the obnoxiousness, um, but he's no different than any other parent. My father was LeVar Ball without the arrogance. Mm. He would tell you that uh, I I was going to hit that last second shot that LeBron hit, that I was going to do the Kevin Love outlet pass. Mm. He couldn't watch a play without saying that I couldn't do that. And I love my dad for having Mm. a belief in me. And and so many times we we criticize how bad – these African-American fathers are for stepping out and not being a part of their kid's life until it's time for them to make it. But we mm. got one who's in it, and he isn't perfect, man. Like, we, like my old man ain't perfect. He's far from it. Right. My mom ain't perfect. We know our parents aren't perfect. But you got this imperfect man essentially throwing him his way in front of the vehicle, right. in front of the man, to say, I'm going to help out my family. We're going to keep this money in-house. you know. And I'm sure there are a lot of things that LeVar could be doing different. Mm-hmm. But he's paving the way for athletes to know our likeness. Bonzo took a lot of heat uh, for just some, uh, it's so many things, right? Mm-hmm. $200 autograph signing, okay? $200 autograph signing. When you're at UCLA, when you're in the pros. $200 autograph signing. Now, I'm a guy who signs for free. Three years ago, did anybody know his darn name? No. Did anybody Ooh. want that autograph? No. Wouldn't worth 200 Wouldn't worth, but nonetheless, you know me now, so you got to pay for that. No, right? I, yeah, I have no, I, first of all, I have no problem with anything uh, that LeVar does, including the obnoxiousness, because, uh, <laughs> look, it's, it's my business. Like, right. I, I, we need that. Yes, um, yes. I, have no, I have no issue with it. Yeah. Um, I... I don't necessarily know if it's helping Lonzo on the court, but I yeah. think that Lonzo also has some development stuff uh, that he has to go through, and he'll he'll become a man on his own on his own, or he won't, and none of this will work. But I do like what Lavar is doing. I'm all for anarchy anyway. Yes. And as far as uh, the two hundred dollars or the shoes 
or you know whatever it is that they want to charge for anything uh there's ridiculous slides that are like 200 dollars or something yeah. 250 look you're worth what someone's willing to pay you Mm-hmm. True. So yeah. make your money. Like yep. there's enough of it in the world to go around. And if someone wants to pay you uh, three hundred dollars for your silly shoes, take that money. Yeah. Uh, they're yes. they're buying it. Yeah. After yeah. the first after the first twenty people at that sign up shop, if they weren't paying the two hundred dollars, they would have changed the price real quick. Real quick. Could be like you know. But you know everybody what? was. Let's paying. discount it a little bit. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's yeah. one hundred fifty now. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. So I'm fine with all Flash of it. Sale. What do you what do you think of Lonzo on the court though? He is what I thought he was. Mm. And this is what comes along with hype. This is what comes along with the name. Because you know it, big dog. If if you got a name, I'm about to eat. Yeah. We we going, I got to play against you. And that's what he's seeing night in and night out. And he's forced into the spotlight uh, no different than a look. Le- and honestly, he's getting a LeBron type of spotlight. He's getting a Kobe Bryant-like spotlight. And he's not that good. Mm. And for him, it's amazing. It's great. Because I knew he'd struggle shooting the three. Uh, he has too much activity, not just with on the shot with his legs. He needs to work on his balance. So mm. once his balance gets set, that'll be there. The kid made free throws in high school. That's going to be there. It's just There's just a huge adjustment. Um, in the NBA from your first year to your second year, um, we go from playing two games a week that we talked about earlier right. to four games, uh, charter flights, travel, massage therapists, Everybody around you has changed. You got the stress of the world. You got to figure out because now it's a business. Mm. People forget that when you make it into the pros, uh, you always just kind of came along in the system. Everybody makes the team. Everybody's in it. No one's cut. You got teammates traded. You got teammates cut. Now, all of a sudden, you're worth $70 million. I'm worth $2.3 million. I got a brand. You got a brand. It's not just sports anymore, so he's feeling all those stresses, all those struggles. It's a completely different game. Uh, we have a problem. Some people have a problem with his aggression in the game, but you got to understand Lonzo is such an intelligent, high IQ player that he doesn't want to hurt what's going on the floor. So mm-hmm. he's got a lot of figuring out to do. The one biggest flaw that we say about him, what the biggest flaw is what? His what? Shooting. Shooting. Can you fix that? Yeah. Yes. I can't make you a point guard, dog. <laughs> I can't make no, you a I, big. I mean, he That's is a – when I saw him at UCLA, I, I felt like he played more downhill at UCLA mm. um, than he's playing now. But like you said, it's a completely different game. It's all different pressures. It's different people on the court. It's a whole different situation. He has to learn but, how to finish. Right. Yeah. Um, but he is a – an incredible passer. He just has a vision for can't for sharing it. the ball that you can't <laughs> teach. I, I mean, obviously his shooting mechanic is insane, but you know you can't fix that during the season. Uh, I think for everybody who's coming down hard on him, though, uh, they got to remember that Magic Johnson is running the Los Angeles Lakers, and uh, you know Lonzo was his was his guy. So he's he's not going anywhere. <laughs> he's not going anywhere. All right, we got, we got to we got to wrap this up. But really quickly before we let you go, is LeBron going to come to the Lakers if they lose? I've been the telling everybody he's coming to LA for the longest yeah. time. Mm. How long have I been? Brent Wood, baby, it's been happening. Yeah. He's coming to I'm, L.A. I'm here. I'm ready. Come on, bro. I've been saying this. Get over here. Y'all, All right, thank y'all you. Y'all cut me. Man, I got so much. Man. I know. <laughs> we're we're have you, we're, there's so much going on We will have here. you back on. We right. promise. Thank you so much for joining us. You were awesome. And, uh, you know, Ryan, Ryan for president. Ryan for president. Oh. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> hey, guys. Joy Taylor here. Before we get back to the show, here's a quick word from ZipRecruiter. 
Are you hiring? Every business needs great people and a better way to find them. Something better than posting your job online and just praying for the right people to see it. ZipRecruiter knew there was a smarter way, so they built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you. ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for, identifies people with the right experience, and invites them to apply to your job. These invitations have revolutionized how you find your next hire. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. And ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. They even spotlight the strongest applications you receive so you never miss a great match. The right candidates are out there. ZipRecruiter is how you find them. Businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. So right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash joy. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash joy. ZipRecruiter.com slash joy. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to the show. Thank you to Ryan Hollins. Yes. Ryan for prize. Of the NCAA. Of the NCAA. Yes. 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 All right, it's time for In and Out. In and or out, am I in a out? What is it? It's that time of year. Cat-like sound, huh? Of you, by the what? way. You like it? Is that yeah. what you said? It's becoming a cat-like sound. <laughs> I think it started that way. Yeah. Um, it's that time of year again when the NBA players and NBA refs start really beefing. Paul George is the latest player to have a gripe with the stripes. PG-13 said that the OK3 definitely get officiated differently. Joy, are you in or out on superstars complaining about refs? I mean, wah. <laughs> you doing an in or out sound again? <laughs> you know, so. That's my grown man whine. You so. think you think you think they're just complaining. Wow. Okay, so you're out on. Listen, the only one who has a legitimate gripe is LeBron, mm. and statistically, I don't even know if he actually does. Right, driving a um, hundred times a game. I don't feel like pulling up the stats right now, right. but yes. uh, yeah, that is not accurate. Right, um, that's fake news. You do not drive a hundred times a game, but I will give it to LeBron. He does get officiated differently mm-hmm. than other guys because he's a specimen. Yeah. So you know, it's gift and curse, LeBron. You're welcome. And yes. You're, sorry. Yeah, you're welcome from the universe, and sorry you're not going to get all the calls. Right. Uh, even if you are a superstar, and 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 if you look at it statistically, he does still get a lot of calls. But mm-hmm. I just I do think there's times when he just bullies through the lane, and he he obviously gets hacked and he doesn't get called because he's a giant. And I don't know if the refs like feel bad or if it just like bounces off of him so they don't feel like it's a foul. But it's 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 Shaq syndrome. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, but Shaq did all right. Arguably one of the best greatest players. He did okay. Yeah. Um, in his career, yes. despite the fact that he took some fouls that should have been called, uh, he didn't make his free throws anyway. So exactly. you know yeah. what? What else? What, you, what were we supposed to do? What are you getting mad about? What can you do? Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm very out on this. Like like Westbrook and uh, Paul George, Carmelo. Yeah. Hey, Carmelo's getting like an average of two less calls a game. I don't see Carmelo driving the lane very often anymore. Yeah. He's 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 shooting from the outside. Yeah. Okay, you're not getting those calls. I don't want to hear about it. Like the ref. Look. Look. The whole beat up on the wrestling is so tired to me. I just don't want to hear about every it year. anymore. Okay, every it's year. every single year. And quite frankly, if I was a ref, I, I would I would ignore all of them. Like I, it, my rule would be this: I would tell them all before the game. If you complain, that means you're not getting any call you want. Like that, you're going to put me in a bad headspace by complaining because every yes. single time, every single time they go in the lane, <gasps> joy that <sighs> face. How did you miss that? Like, can you, what? Every single time is not a foul. 
We have replay, dog. He went like this. Is this phantom foul? Then you want to be out here flopping. What do you want these refs to do? It's not. I'm not like but campaigning that, for the refs, but they have a hard job. Okay, they can't see everything. You don't want robot refs, okay? Because then you're going to be complaining about the robots, and then yes. they're going to take over the earth. You know, it just can't have it. All right. You mean literally robot refs? Yes. Yeah, like, you just those. just you got to have. You're going to have some human error. Right. Okay. But that's, just deal with it. But that's the game. That's the part of the game. The the LeBron James and all these guys. You see them playing the refs earlier. There's stuff that we don't even see, right? They're pl- they're all playing the ref so they can get whatever call they right, want. Right, and that's fine. But like but they complain about every single every single time. Every single time a call a foul is called them it, it, it's 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 as if you're they're offen- I, I wasn't even on the court. <laughs> like I just I don't want to hear about it anymore. It's 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 it's, it's obnoxious. Uh, you you get calls, sometimes you don't get calls. We have the replay to hopefully avoid um, the, the the terrible calls at the end of the game yes. and, and the out of bounds such and the three points and such. I don't want to hear about it. I, we got other stuff going on in the world. Very, very out. Speaking of other stuff going on in the world. Yes. After beating the Cavs in Cleveland, Greg Popovich said that LeBron James is inspiring millions like the Black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. Pop defended LeBron's right to speak and called him a superhero. Joy. Are you in or out on LeBron being Black Panther with a basketball? Hmm. Um, I Popovich for president also. Yes. Of of the world. Of the real one. Yes. yes, yes. Of the real, real world. president. Real yes. president of the world. Yes. No. Can we make world presidents now? I would like world Pop to be president of the world. Yes. Yes. Uh, if that's, we should start working on that. Yes. Uh, do we though? I feel like that gets like in the Bible, bad things happen when we all come together. Uh, yeah. Like Babel, you know. Absolute power corrupts yeah, absolutely. Son of the times. You know. Okay, so maybe just the president of the United States. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, I'm very in on it. I, I've i said extensively, I have huge respect for LeBron James off mm-hmm. the court, as Popovich does too. And I don't want to hear about the whole Popovich recruiting LeBron. Popovich always has nice things to say about LeBron. Yes. And, and it's, it's cheapens it, right? Like, it's yeah. hard enough for me to say nice things about people to begin with. And then, you, you know, you want to say, like, make it seem like I have some secret motivation to say something right. nice about someone. And that yeah. seems like Popovich is a very cranky man. You know, like, if he yeah. says something nice about someone, he means it. He's a, he's a real one. He's a curmudgeon. 98% of the time, he says something nice, and we're like, oh, he's, he doesn't mean that. Maybe maybe you earned it now that I actually kind of say that. But anyway, uh, I, I I love the I love the analogy. LeBron yes. is doing amazing things. He should definitely not ever uh, shut up and dribble. Um, I fully support everything that he does off the court. He's amazing as a superstar. Yeah, comparing him to Black Panther is. I'm okay with it, and it's. Fine, I actually think they I have guess. a lot of parallels too, because LeBron is indestructible. Yes. Okay. And so he's definitely on that vibranium. Right. That is not a shot of LeBron. No. Okay. It is not a shot of LeBron, but also that vibranium could be – he clearly doesn't have vibranium because if he did, his hairline – I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, the people in Wakanda, right, not to spoil anything, but the people in Wakanda Don't have – talk to me about re- spoilers. What? Spo- don't talk to me about spoilers. I don't want to talk about – Are you – well, okay, this seems like a decent segue. Are you in or out on spoilers? Okay. It's just, it's just a complicated question. There is no direct answer to this. I'm out on spoiling things for people, yes. But this comes with a caveat, okay? Okay, as it should. The other day on Undisputed, mm-hmm. um, we were talking about Black Panther. Shannon, who waited two weeks to see Come on, Black Shay Panther, Sharp. by the way. The culture wants more okay. from you, Shay. So much more. We demand more, okay? <laughs> um, waited two weeks to see it because the theater that near his house was sold out, which is not accurate. It was sold out the night he wanted to go. Um, anyway, 
I said, uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, that Killmonger dies in the movie. Right. Sorry, John. Yeah. Um, Only person in here hasn't seen hasn't it. seen it. Okay, but this is my thing. People were tweeting me about it. Yes. And they're like, oh my God, you spoiled Black Panther for me. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> don't care. I give zero. I give zero bleeps yes. that your Black Panther watching experience has been ruined. And here's right. why. Because if you actually cared about Black Panther, you would have seen it within this first two weeks. And if yes. for whatever reason, like you've been dealing with a tragedy or you uh, a personal tragedy, obviously, or you uh, you didn't have them funds mm-hmm. or whatever, uh, you got to limit your media intake then. Yes. OK, you can't just expect the entire world not to talk about the biggest movie in the world because you didn't see it. That ain't my problem. Yes. I'm supposed it's- to feel bad. I got a lot of things I can feel bad for. That ain't one of them. I do not care that you did not see Black Panther. It's been out for two weeks. Okay? I was supposed to stop living my life? No. Okay? I was supposed and to not I- bring up vibranium because of you. Because <laughs> your schedule. Guys, there's this thing called the, the dark web. Okay? Oh, my god. I'm gosh, not advocating started. for it. Okay? I'm not- but if it was really that important to you, right. then you would see You would have found it. You would have seen the movie. I, I've been. It's been a couple of years since I've had bootleggers around me normally like on a regular basis yeah well because but, i mean who watches dvds anymore but it's it, i'm telling you that black panther dvd is floating around i guarantee you you can find it if you was looking for if it. you were looking for it if you want to seek and you shall find yes and there's certain things look like i guess stranger things is a thing you know to people people watch yes. stranger things, yes, I, I, stranger haven't, things. I haven't gone into stranger things yet yes, i'm sure there's some spoiler down. things for that yes uh on big game of thrones watcher of course definitely huge spoilers for game of thrones no not really okay but if you watch game of thrones which you don't i do no i watch game of thrones you don't understand i just it, don't believe in spoilers i don't believe you in the just whole don't believe thing. in spoilers. okay well you you that's just weird if you are somebody who's into something and there are huge reveals, or, or like in Game of Thrones, where there's deaths of major characters like that. R.P. Jon Snow, not really. Exactly. Like that. Okay, but yeah. everybody knew John, Everybody knew Jon Snow was coming back. I right. mean, what? That is the biggest joke in TV history. Dragon White Ooh, Walker. Jon Snow's dead. Forever. Yes. Okay. Not, not going to happen. Exactly. Impossible. Mm-hmm. Impossible. Yes. yes. But anyway, the point is, I do believe that things can be spoiled for you. But I care about Game of Thrones, and I care about if it's spoiled for me. So you know what I do? I watch it when it airs. <laughs> and if I can't watch it when it airs, out of respect for the people who are enjoying the show on their own time, I don't go on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook until I have seen the show. You protect yourself. I protect myself. Yes. I don't Good expect the entire world to stop moving because of me. I'm not selfish. <laughs> okay? I really care about you guys. <laughs> enjoy your television shows. Enjoy your movies. And stop yeah. telling me that I can't. I can't enjoy it myself. Spoiler alert, please. Spoiler alert. It's been out for two weeks. Spoiler alert. Joy's out on spoiler alert. Yeah, I feel like I've said my piece on that. Yeah, no, you got. It. I'm definitely just moving on at this point. <laughs> um, next, the Lakers were in the ATL to play the Hawks, and before the game, a reporter asked Lonzo Ball. Who was his top five rappers right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, they said he was in the capital of hip hop, being the ATL, capital of hip hop, which I think may have led the witness a little bit. But Lonzo said, my top five is Future, Drake, Quavo Offset, and 21. 21 Savage, obviously. Joy, are you in or out on Lonzo's top five? Lonzo, you're making you're making things very difficult. Stop. Yeah, stop making things difficult. Okay, first of all, I, I, I have a very hard time with lists. Okay? Yes. I struggle with them. Even mm-hmm. though we do a lot of lists on the podcast, we do, actually. We do. Um, we might do one after this. But, yeah, we might. In a few minutes. <laughs> my problem with lists is sometimes I change my mind. Right. 
And I don't want to be held. Uh, I don't want to be held to answer for that because if I change my mind, change my mind. My other thing is, I I am trying not to be an old fighty dud. You know, I I you got to work hard. I I, I vehemently, working. I vehemently disagree with every name on that list. Okay, none of those people deserve to be in the top five. Top five rappers of all time. It's it, let's don't, take don't, out all time he's talking about right now. Okay, per, if he th- no 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 no. What was the question? The question matters. Is it his favorite rappers? Okay, if those are your favorite rappers, he did those say are your, top five. Those are your favorite rappers. Who am I five. to tell you what kind of music to listen to? Yes. Okay, you, you listen whatever you want. Okay. All right. If, if if I ask you a top favorite artists or painters of all time, you're gonna tell me something. I'm gonna be like, oh, outrageous. Like, no, that's what you like to consume. That's your that's your preference. Right. But if he is saying, if he is ranking the top five rappers of all time, yes. and he said 21 Savage, yeah, I'm willing to be offended as a person that has ears. Okay? And that's no diss to 21 Savage, but you're not, you're not the top five rapper of all time. There's, okay, there's no, there's two members of the Migos in this list. You didn't list. even mention Takeoff. I, which, well, yeah, that's an issue because Takeoff definitely is better rapping than Quavo. Yeah, I'm so going to hug. What are we talking about here? So I would, <laughs> I say, I'm saying I, I want to, I want to, I want to do what you're doing. I want to just ream for the list, but he has to be talking about this month. He's talking about <laughs> in Black History Month in February. Who's your top five what rappers? What do you mean? It's got to be. He's just talking about like who's hot this month. He's, he, he yeah, that's they cut it out of the clip. Okay. Said, well, who's the hot question. This week? The question matters. And look, Lonzo <laughs> is very disrespectful to Nas. All right, which I don't appreciate. Yes. Okay. And and he's wrong for that. And he needs to sit down and talk to somebody about his issues with Nas. Right. Because it's 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 wrong. Okay. But if he's talking about top five rappers of all time, I mean, look, it's it's he's he's not old, he's fourteen. Okay. Stop. Okay, but he's Joy. twenty. He's twenty. He's grown. Fourteen. He's he's grown. He's, Those people can be in your top five. He's twenty years old. He's a future. I love future. Okay, but come on. It's him. Future oh. sauced up. Okay. He's leaving with future. Oh, yeah, he, he did leave with future, didn't he? Uh, yes, he led with future. future. Future is greater than Tupac. I mean, okay, so. <sighs> okay, Lonzo Ball had a follow up. He said, looking back at it, he just, he should have just said Migos and added Travis Scott. Oh. So. Well. New news. It's fixed then. <laughs> I thought it was a mistake. Like, future, the Migos have been in my top five for the last couple weeks. Or no, no, no. The last, yeah, the last couple top years. Top five, what? Top five, what? Top five rappers of all time? No, Joy, you can't do the all time. You can't put these these rules on people. Yes, you can. If you he's ask, he's only the question, lived a it's, couple it's of up, years. He's, not, he's lived long enough to know. Okay, first of all. Yeah, yeah, yes, he has lived long enough to know the difference between Migos and Tupac, okay? Yes. And and listen, I, again, if he's just saying his preference, it's one thing. But we're talking about all time. This is, don't answer the question. Say, I would respectfully decline to answer this question. What's your top five? What is my top five? It's everyone's top five. What's your, what's your, what's your top five rappers? All time. Tupac Biggie. Tupac Biggie. Not in any particular order, although mm. I do think that Tupac is, is better. Okay. Okay. Tupac Biggie. Okay. Jay Z. Jay Z. Okay. Nas. Nas. And the fifth, I feel like it's interchangeable with whatever mood you're in. Like, okay, oh, you could go Kanye. Right. I wouldn't be offended by that. Kendrick, I wouldn't be offended by that. And then, you know, there's, there's like some other options. Eminem. Ice. 
Eminem. Ice Cube. Okay, fine. Fine. I will give you the fifth one is interchangeable. Bars. You put Eminem in. All right. Yes. Ice Cube. Lil Wayne. Okay. Some people would argue Snoop. No, they wouldn't. I mean, he's had a pretty lengthy career. <laughs> he's great. He's a top five rapper. I don't think a lot of people. I think fifth is your preference. Think fifth is your preference. I think fifth is your preference. Fifth, I'm allowing. I'm allowing your preference. Okay. Because new Kanye, I don't have time for. He's out here making five hundred dollars sweatpants. Time for all Kanye. Kanye is at the top of my top five list. Okay, I'm fine with that. But what I'm not fine with is with you out here talking about uh, Twenty One Savage is top five. Who is he better than on that list? All right, here's my top five all all time. I mean, you're just you're just disrespect all of Wu Tang. Kanye West. You're just we're just we're just gonna disregard all Wu Tang and go to Twenty One Savage. Drake. T Grizzly. What, you, what, what did you just say? I said Kanye West. Drake. Now, I, I said top five. That's me being facetious. I'm joking. You talking about Drake, the, the used to acting Degrassi Drake? I love Drake, okay? Weird, yeah, wheelchair, wheelchair Jimmy has bars for whoever's going to ask for I him. I love Drake. And he, is in, he should be Drake. in everyone's top five Okay, rapper. listen. Listen. I, I will put Drake in the, in the interchangeable fifth slot, okay? But he is not on Mount Rushmore. Continue. Well, I don't really want to. Uh, don't well, do your top five, then. Do your Mount Rushmore, because the fifth one is interchangeable. Mount Rushmore. Yes. Okay. Biggie. This is not hard. Biggie, okay. in this order. Biggie. You don't have to think about the next one. It's very easy. Kanye West, you're right. What do you mean? Where's, where's Tupac? Uh, <laughs> what? Biggie, Kanye, Tupac, Andre 3000. Next question. Next question, Joy. Get up. What's up? What's up? Andre 3000 is on your Mount Rushmore of rappers. Right, literally going you to the You deserve whatever question. internet backlash you got. Andre 3000 right. is a Just good as goat. a note, someone who is not on uh, Lonzo's uh, top five list is Bow Wow because he beat him in a shooting contest and the internet has proof. He's a former. He used to be a rapper. Oh, it's Bow Wow. It's Shad Moss. Shad Moss now. It's formerly known as Bow Wow. Yeah, he might be Shad Moss senior. Not Bow Wow anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. like Mike. I want to be like Mike <laughs> no, Bow Wow anymore. Not anymore. Uh, okay, moving on. We're switching over to some football. Mm-hmm. According to the Giants owner John Mara, as I say his name, Mara. I think it's Mara. Mara. I like Mara. John Mara said uh, the NFL competition committee agreed unanimously that controversial catch rulings involving Des Bryant and Calvin Johnson should have been ruled as complete. Joy, are you in or out on the NFL admitting they got it wrong? You know what? In what? life, yes. there's some things you should just keep to yourself. Mm, amen. You know? Yes. You see, like, like uh, you have a fiancé. Right. Right? And she looks beautiful and everything. Yes. Right? But let's just say we sometimes we make bad fashion choices, and she's like, honey, what do you think of these shoes? And you're like, I I would never wear those shoes ever. Yes. Uh, but you tell her that she looks good in those shoes. No. You don't. I am famous for being honest at all times, you're, and it gets me in a lot of trouble. You're going to lose that. You know, yeah, yeah. That's gonna, I should you're stop. Gonna, you're gonna once grow, once you're fiance gonna, becomes wife, I might switch You're going to grow out of that along yes. with a lot of other things. Okay? <laughs> but that's going to that's gonna end. So the wrong answer yes. to the question is what you just gave. Right. You, there are some things in life you just keep to yourself, right? right. Yeah. You're, you're not, you are not your fiance's no person, okay? All right. You are the encourager. I will I will get I will adopt that role soon. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh I I am infuriated by this. Mm-hmm. I know uh that Cowboys fans are going to be irate to say the least. Ashley I'm sure is very bothered. Well, they're going to win the Super Bowl that year? Uh you know what? Yes. Yes, they okay. would. They would. And you know why they can say that? Because you'll we'll never know. 
because it was, exactly. it was stolen from them. And 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 if I'm a if I'm a Cowboys fan, I can I completely advocate for them saying that they can say whatever they want. It was stolen, stolen. Most infamous example of this stupid catch rule, and it was a catch the whole time. It was a catch. Yeah, I mean, that's what Lions the Lions fans was about. can say the same thing. As far as I'm concerned, they they should have won every Super Bowl since that since that. <laughs> the Lions. It's it's. The, the 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 conversations, the extensive conversations that football fans yes. and, uh, and and talking heads mm-hmm. have had about this stupid catch rule, and you come out and just say that it was a catch after all this time. Does this? I mean, I feel like I'm t- I'm taking crazy pills. I've got to be in an alternative reality. Like, I think they're just tired of hearing people talk about it. It's like, all right, let's really look into this. So they just <laughs> gave in. Yeah, yeah. They just gave up. They're like, whatever. You, you know what? You guys were right. Please stop talking about I, the catches. I, I'm, I'm out on this. I don't I don't like it. I don't even like when they give like the the the, the two minute report or any of this. It's just frustrating. Oh, like, yeah, it just validates all of my frustration. And I don't. I'm not. I'm obviously I'm not a Cowboys fan. But like that, it was a catch. It's a stupid conversation. And now they have admitted it. What happened? Des yeah, Des caught it. Des caught it. Yeah, Des caught it. No, he no 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 no. Literally, he caught it. They told us. So if you hate Cowboys fans, good luck. Bunker down for the next, I don't know, rest of your life because the the, the level of obnoxious that they were before about it. Now that they now they have verification that all this time that they were right. There's, not, there's nothing worse than somebody who, who who has been told for years that they're wrong and then they are presented with evidence that they're right. They are insufferable. That's that is what the NFL has just unleashed in the world. All insufferable Cowboys fans. If they weren't bad enough already, now you have you have validated their conspiracy theories forever. Oh, so thank you man. for that. The catch. Yeah, you got to think big picture with this stuff. It's not as simple as like, oh, he caught it. That's what just ha- that's what just happened. For real. I I'm I'm I'm. I just can't care. I can't even act like I care. Oh, I care. I can't care, Joy. It's a it's a it's a wrong call. You know how many wrong calls led to that drive? It's a bad call. Like bad calls happen all the time, and we're talking about a game. It doesn't matter. It's a game. It doesn't matter. Uh, as my playoff game, and as far as Cowboys fans are concerned, uh, it cost them the Super Bowl in okay. every Super Bowl since. Yep. Right. Tony, Ro- yeah, exactly. Tony Romo is a Super Bowl champ now. Make, make you should make him a honorary Super Bowl ring and send it to Tony Romo. He deserves they, it. They, whoa, whoa. He deserves it. They're gonna, they're gonna put I take out a back repo- everything bad I ever said about Tony Romo. He's a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. He was robbed. All right, moving on. All right, it's time for the Petty Report. Hey. If you're new to the uh, Petty Crown, this is what we do now. (laughs) This is is life now. This is life now. Um, I got this at Mardi Gras in New Orleans, and it was a hit. Dilly Mm. dilly. Dilly dilly. Uh, Walking around the New Orleans streets. Um, So I kept it. Now we use it on the podcast. It's just. And it's something. I wish I could have picked the lint off of it. I wish like, uh, is there lint on it? We can deal with that later. It's fine. It's not too distracting. Okay. Um, Well, it's a crown, so it looks how it looks. Um, (laughs) My leg is asleep. Okay. So, Petty Report this week, Petty Wars between Jerry Jones and Roger Goodell. Mm. So, if you remember last year, for weeks and weeks and weeks on end, we had to discuss Ezekiel Zeke Elliott and Mm -hmm. whether he was going to be suspended, and then he was suspended, and then he wasn't suspended. And then he was suspended again, but then he wasn't suspended. And then we went to court, and he was suspended again. And then at one point or another, it just stuck, and he had to serve the six games, which you always knew. We always knew it was going to happen because uh, the NFL has ultimate power over the players because they signed that thing that said that's how it works. So Jerry Jones, who is an owner who backs his players, um, he tried to to pull the old move on good old Roger. 
keep him from getting that uh, that good old extension for the mm-hmm. two hundred million. Good old two hundred million didn't work, and uh, and Roger's still here, still still doing his thing, still kicking. So what happens is uh, the other owners uh, they get to sue now because the money that Jerry used to try and keep that from happening uh, came out from all the owners' pockets, and these guys are billionaires and they don't like that. So they're suing Jerry <laughs> for $2 million, which is nothing to Jerry, obviously. Um, but to the other owners, it is something. And, uh, and Jerry is, of course, appealing the $2 million because it's petty. And it's Jerry, Jerry's about that petty life right now. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. When they put Jerry into the Hall of Fame, all bets are off. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's it. You didn't tell him nothing. You, you couldn't tell, tell Jerry Jones nothing before. You think you want to tell him something now? Yeah. He's in the Hall of Fame. No. What can you tell him? Yeah. He can't do any wrong. You're not going to take him out of the Hall of Fame. What I do find interesting about this, though, is, uh, well, it's super petty on both mm-hmm. ends. It's, it's, it's petty from the other owners because we're talking about $2 million here, which to them is like, uh, you know, a, a dinner at uh, Mastro's for us. <laughs> not even, really. Yes. Like, I got to think about that. Like, do I want to go to Mastro's or just, you know, like, we can go to in and out and Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Although we can't get the fries because they're disgusting. Quality beef, though. Um, yes. It's up there. Uh, the point is, uh, it's it's super petty, but what I find it interesting that because it is Jerry Jones who ain't going nowhere, Mm-mm. and is the owner of the uh, most wealthy sports organization in all of sports in the whole planet round Earth. Right. That's shout out to you, Geno Smith. Earth is a globe; it ain't flat. Um, and Roger's not going anywhere either. So I don't understand how this this works. Like, how how does this all how how do they reconcile this situation? And it's ongoing, obviously, because because uh, Jerry is appealing. I don't know. It's going to be interesting because I didn't think that uh, Robert Kraft and Roger Goodell. I don't. I mean, I'm sure they're not on good terms, mm-hmm. but we're going to get to a, a place where they could like be around each other. Right. They got. They got to work together. Like they're like the owners. Their owners. Jerry Jones is Roger Goodell's boss, but not really because he's also the uh, like the other owners are also his boss. So he works for all of them, but Jerry kept tried to keep him from getting a job, but now he has a job. Now the other owners are suing Jerry over trying to keep him from having the job. It's chaos. It's like petty chaos. Extremely and, confusing. But it's it, it's confusing, but not really. But it, the, the bottom line is that like Jerry is the most powerful owner. We thought Robert Kraft was. I feel like Jerry Jones is the most powerful owner in the NFL, mm-hmm. and he's beefing with Roger, who's not going anywhere. So we'll see. I don't know what's going to happen. What I do think is that I don't want to hear more about the Zeke stuff, and that's what all this is about. Zeke taking Zeke starting trouble, but he's not even months, doing anything. Months ago, but he's not even but doing anything. Just future trouble. It's all just future trouble. No, I think I feel like it it's like um, it's like ripple effect trouble. Trickle down effect. Trickle down. Mm. Trickle down trouble. It's a petty report. All right, it's time for DJ Khaled Honorary All We Do Is Win Award. Yes. <sighs> yes. Blake Bortholes. Mm-hmm. Blake gets so much airtime on this podcast. Oh, gosh, I can't wait. He's for, got great get him on here. For someone I can't be bothered with, I mean, we talk about him so much. I blame you. <laughs> Blake Bortles has got a new three-year $54 million deal. $26.5 million guaranteed. So Jacksonville's out of the quarterback market. For now. For now. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone loses in this scenario except for Bortles. That is the most false thing okay. ever. 
I got some uh, non-gut data facts for you. You want to okay. hear them? Sure. Blake Bortles didn't crack top 10 in any statistical category in 2017 except for one. He tied for seventh in interceptions. That's, That's when you throw the ball to the other team. I know what they are. Very accurate. Mm-hmm. Seventh overall in accuracy, throwing the ball to the other team. 24th in completion percentage, 11th in passing yards, 17th in passing yards slash attempts, and 16th in passing touchdowns. Not top 10 in any of those. Oh, and since being drafted, Bortles has led the league in interceptions. That's when you throw the ball to the other team. Oh. That's when, that's when an interception is. Okay, yeah. I know he has know. led the league in interceptions since he's been drafted. Listen. Let's be real. So, shout out Blake Bortles. Live your best life. Okay? And uh, you are what Jacksonville deserves. I just uh, joined a quick shout out. Blake Bortles shouts you out. Um, best thing that ever happened to Jacksonville since Fred Durst started Limp Biscuit there. Um, and the city deserves it. The city deserves it. And uh, congratulations. Listen, they're giving more money. They have more money now with this deal to do more in free agency. Right? Blake Bortles proves that he can do the thing. They're going to Nick Foles their way to a Super Bowl. The window is open. Tom Coughlin is the man. You're going to keep doing this to me, huh? I'm just saying. Okay. Well, we'll see. I feel like I'm going to be right again. But what are you going to do? Congrats. Congrats. Congrats to Blake Bortles. Yes. Congrats, Blake Bortles. Sincerely. Loser power rankings. Loser power rankings. These are the losers and losers of the week. All right. Coming in at number three is Heat fans, because our sweet Dwayne Wade, sweet, sweet Dwayne Wade, mm-hmm. he's back in Miami. Yes. Uh, Heat, not doing so well this season. Seemed to take a little nosedive. We were, we were doing well, and then uh, we started doing the losing thing again. So that's happening, which is a personal thing, which I try not to uh, put out there in this right. podcast, because mm-hmm. uh, even though we have a lot of Miami listeners, um, which I appreciate, um, shout out Miami. Shout out. Uh, I'll be there this weekend. Um uh, people don't people don't care about the heat very much unless you're from Miami. So, uh, but Dwayne Wade said he is not sure. He told my friend Barry Jackson that he doesn't know. I've told everyone around me that I am taking sure it after this season and go from there. He doesn't he doesn't know if it's over. Maybe it's a sad day. I'm gonna be very sad. Retirement? Yeah. We're talking about the retirement. He's gonna Dwayne go Wade? into the summer and uh, see how he feels, uh, see the position the organization is in, and go from there. It's very sad. So what percentage of the statue do you start building this summer? Um, I think you got to wait until he officially retires before you break ground on the statue. Really? Uh, which he's 100% getting. 100%. I'm very well deserved. With? Don't don't say it. Just saying. Don't make me take the Lord's name in vain. Just a little heavy eye? Are you so Heavy eye on the statue? You just stop it. You can't have it without the heavy stop eye, it. Joy. It doesn't look like it. It won't look like Shh. it. Uh, we, uh, we, uh, we're taking the L this week, all right? We were, we're barely clinging on to the eighth seed, which is very depressing. Mm. And uh, and we might not have our sweet Dwayne Wade next year. It's, it's very sad. It's very sobering. You said he's going to come back home and then retire. You said that. I, I, I mean, yes. You're right. I didn't want to be right about it. I mean, I wanted to be right about him coming back, but I'd like one more season. Um, oh God, I, I mean, that that will really – I would be sad. I might, really? have to take, I might have to take the day off work. <laughs> I'll need a personal day. So hopefully it's not podcast day because I will not come in here with energy. <laughs> we'll just come to your house. Um, sure. You can just sit around, <laughs> watch me sit around being sad. All right. Uh, number two loser this week. Uh, how much of the uh, bye bye Winter Olympics? Okay. Uh, no, Winter Olympics say, over. You should say 
Closing ceremonies were beautiful for I, Winter I, Olympics. I, well, I would I wouldn't know because I didn't watch the closing ceremonies. Nor did I watch the opening ceremonies. Nor did I watch the Winter Olympics. I watched <laughs> two minutes of the Winter Olympics. Uh, I was figure skating. I don't remember who was figure skating. Um, but you like snow? Who? No. <laughs> Not my brand at all. Opposite of snow. Okay. Well, listen. You're 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 um, you're gearing up to to take a poo poo on the Olympics. Let me just say, shouts out to all the gold medals that the U.S. took home. What about the silver medals? Bronze medals? We don't believe in that. We're winners only. I mean, it's the United States way. It's, it's gold. Sean White eh. just stamped himself. I hope they make a video game again. I'm going to be on there playing snowboarding. You, know, you know, you know we're, we're off Sean White right now, right? Huh? You didn't see the Twitter moment? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the curling team. Well, since you mentioned the curling team, uh, they are actually the losers. They won the gold medal. Oh, wait. They won gold medals, but they got uh, gold medals that actually said women's curling. Not that that is, should be uh, a diss, but I feel like you win your gold medal, you should get the right gold medal you get. Unless you're you're winning a gold medal in curling because no one cares, like I said. And then um, they they sent out a tweet, thirst tweet, to Delta Air. Uh, it is a thirst tweet. Okay, and I, I, listen, I am, I, am not, uh, I am not immune to sending out thirst tweets. Right. I will thirst tweet uh, many, many food outlets. Oh, yeah, um, of course. You know, with, with, the, with the intent of getting free food. Is that a hunger tweet? Um, I'm very hungry right now. I'm delusional. Yes. Um, but you sent out a thirst tweet. It's called what it is. To Delta, hoping that they uh, could get VIP treatment, a little extra leg room. I wasn't aware that curling required a, a, a particular physique. Joy. Okay, so Joy. I'm learning. Listen, it's every day is about growth, right? I'm learning. Um. Anyway, uh, they did not. They did not get the. Uh, you have a. You have a stretched and then slid on ice. That's what they're doing out there, stretching and sliding. You have a stretch and slide. No. Uh, L. L this week for the curling team. Uh, and and I'm sorry, like I just I, I tried, I tried. I gave it a good I gave it a good try. What percentage try of it did you watch? I, I I mean, I don't know. What I can you even put a percentage on two minutes of the entire Winter Olympics? <laughs> I'm sure you could mathematically. Bro. I'm a Summer Olympics girl, okay? That's what it is. That was that yeah, you enjoy it. Ryan Lochte killed it Summer Olympics. Uh what? He did really of, great. Of all of the esteemed uh, uh, American athletes that you could name, Ryan Lochte. You name Ryan Lochte? He was great. Gia. Do you know who Ryan Lochte is? Yeah, he went to Florida. He was a swimmer. Real big bro. He also disgraced the entire country and made up a fake uh, story about getting beat up and robbed. Allegedly disgraced the entire country. No, no, no. No, no, no. They know alleged. They know alleged. Allegedly. Yo, I'm not even going to get into it. <laughs> you are, are not, not going to get me triggered about well, Ryan Lochte. I, I was trying to. All I'm saying is... You 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 come here talking about you got fake Rob. You might actually get robbed. Mess around talking about you got robbed. Okay. Oh, you got robbed. Anyway. Oh, you got robbed. Though? I watched. 20... No, we gonna make. Oh, you got robbed. Turns out he got stuff he could, we could take. Let's rob him then. That's what I would do. I I hear. If you. I was a robber. Yes. Shouts out to the U.S. swim team. Um, Ryan Lochte. I watched twenty percent of the uh, the Winter Olympics and it was it was on the entire time of the twenty percent. <laughs> So there you go. No, honestly, uh, congrats to all the gold medal winners. It's, it's, a, it's a lovely accomplishment. Yes. Thank you for uh, representing our country. Thank you. Get back I'm not being Uber. sarcastic. I Get just, back I, to I driving just, Uber. I just didn't watch it. I just didn't watch it. Um, Zaza mm. is our number one loser this week. 
And uh, I've, I've tried to reserve judgment on, on Jaja, but it's time. It's, it, it's time. And you know why? Because he came from Russell, and Russell's my favorite. Um, yeah. So there, there's this ongoing debate, which I think is pretty much solved, that if Zaza Pachulia is a dirty player. He obviously took out uh, Kawhi Leonard, which nobody appreciated. Because who, who, uh, who's the person who doesn't like Kawhi Leonard? I've never met anyone who doesn't like Kawhi Leonard. What? Nah. Too quiet. Too quiet. Any, no, I'll say this. Listen, any I don't know. That's the whole point. I don't know if I can. No, 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 no. If you can, if you can dunk and also look like you're hypnotizing the Get Out movie at the same time, he's straight faced, like has no emotion dunking on people. Yes, those are the people you want on your team. You want this. You want somebody who is emotionless. That's a killer. Those cornrows too tight. No, I'm. I mean, I've. This is this is egregious. I mean, I've never met anyone who doesn't like Kawhi. I don't dislike. I don't trust you anymore. I don't dislike Kawhi. Everyone loves Kawhi, yeah. all right? It's, we're not talking about this anymore. Everyone loves Kawhi, um, and he injured Kawhi, and now he fell over Westbrook, and he's a goon, and I don't understand why anybody hasn't come for him yet. What's the problem? Durant defended him. He said he's clumsy. He's clumsy. I, I respect that. I, no. I saw myself, and I, I was like, am, I would have I am too. clumsy, okay? Well, I've actually I've broken a girl's ankle before, though. Now, was you were you leaning into your clumsiness to do so? No, I did on purpose. Um, oh, okay. The, All right. uh, I mean, I didn't mean I didn't mean to break her ankle, but I, I didn't. I meant to hurt her, and she got hurt. All right. You and Zaza have a lot in common. No, I don't know her name. <laughs> Girl with the broken. Listen, ankle. you weren't gonna drive on me. Oh, she's coming down full speed. What do you want? Thank you for that throwback Thursday. I'm not, by the I'm way. not gonna risk. Uh, uh, you know, I, I'm not getting risk run over. Right. You're not gonna posterize me. Not that she was gonna dunk, obviously, but like, no. <laughs> Are you okay? You're not gonna come down the lane again, but like literally, you're not because they broke your ankle. Anyway, um, I, I I'm very out on Jaja. Stop, stop trying to injure people. We need Westbrook. Okay, Jaja Westbrook. Mm. But true. But his teammates, like he's got an ongoing thing with Westbrook. Russell's a real one, but he needs somebody off the bench to get out there and put a little thingy on him. A little elbow drop. A little just a little thingy. Stone cold. Just a little people's elbow. You know. Just let him know what's up. Head Get somebody equally here. as clumsy. We ain't do- exactly. To clumsy on Sorry, Zaza. bro. Super clumsy. Yeah, my bad. That's it. So those are losers this week. All right. Uh, gut data fact? Gut data fact, girl. You know what's coming now. I'm sorry. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I just, I got in a radio interview voice. Um, been watching a lot of Breakfast Club. Okay, so uh, <laughs> gut data fact. Obviously, the Oscars are coming, Joy. Yes. We've talked about this. I... The social climate right now, it's kind of weird. And, and I say, get out in the social climate right now. It's going to trick everyone into, the get out is just going to sweep. Get out is going to sweep. Anything that get out is in is going to sweep. They're in best picture, best Afri- uh, African, best actor, <laughs> who's actually from London, but he played in Wakanda. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He was, he was bad in Wakanda, so I don't want him to win How that. How dare you? He was bad in Wakanda. No, he was bad meaning like he was a bad guy. He, he flipped sides. He yeah. was the Killmonger. Well, that's actually good, too. Uh, best director, Jordan Peele, and best original screenplay, Jordan Peele. I honestly think Jordan Peele should win everything that he is in, but I I, I would not be surprised if Get Out, Good Data Fact, Get Out, sweeping the Oscars. Yeah, I'm going to go with the no on that one. That's a fair take. Um, not that I don't think that Get Out is a wonderful movie yeah, with uh, very accurate influences. Uh, yes. I, I I just think that uh, you're giving uh, you're giving the people who we think have progressed is a little bit too much credit. Eh, I'm wait, I'm a I'm a wait and see. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna wait and see. 
Um, who are the nominees for the uh, Best Picture? Okay, I'm going to look at it. One second. One second. Best Picture. And don't cut this out either. I'm doing good stuff right here. Best Picture. No, honest. Okay, so it was. I don't have it up. No, I do have it up. You ready? Yes. I can tell you. You want me to tell you with my yes, voice? Yes, that's what I just asked. All right, I'm going to just do it with my voice. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. I got to scroll. You don't have it up. I do have it up. What you mean I don't got it up? It's right here on my computer, my laptop thing. Mm-hmm. Watch this. I'm going to go. I'm gonna click a different link, though, because I didn't like the way that link was was was, was listed. Okay. <laughs> one, one second. Mm-hmm. The we Wi-Fi is Fox Family. Mm-hmm. Wi-Fi. Okay. You ready? Yes. I was ready. Okay. <laughs> it was an ad that popped up, so it moved it farther down. You know, it happens sometimes. Best Picture. Nominees, Call Me By Your Name, mm-hmm. Darkest Hour, mm-hmm. Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, The Shape of Water, and my personal favorite, Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. You did not see that movie. I did. You did not see that I movie. I did. That's the one I did see. That's the one of the on your mother. You saw three billboards outside of Missouri. Yes, I saw it. I used my movie pass. Shouts out to that service. Okay. Um, I saw Get Out and Darkest Hour. Okay. What do you think? Um, I wanted to see Shape of Water. Yes. But I didn't. I'm still going to. Um. So yeah, I think it's available. I got some time. You know, I got some time. Uh, I I'm gonna go with Darkest Hour because that's the only one I saw. And uh, <laughs> and actually, I actually thought it was a good movie, and I had yeah. no idea that uh, that guy was was actually him playing playing uh, Winston Gary Churchill. Owens. Yeah, Gary. Oh Owens. yeah, he looks nothing like him. Gary Owens the best. So maybe the makeup for that should definitely win. He should have won. He should have won an Oscar for uh, the Book of Eli. I didn't see that either. Um, <laughs> Thank goodness, Joy. Yeah, but I just I, I don't think they were. I don't I don't, I don't think that they they're ready to put their money where their mouth is with Get Out. It might. I, listen, something's gonna happen. We're going to be watching. She's going to be watching. Who's up for uh, best best actor? Best actor. You're going to make me read people's names. I mean. Timothy Clement. Uh, Clement. Just turn it around. Clement. Just, just give it to me. Daniel Day-Lewis. I know oh, you, him. Got, you got that one? Yeah. And uh, Daniel, I was bad in what kind oh, of. Oh, I don't know how to say that guy's name anyway. Um, Timoth- Ch- Timothy Chalamet. I bet that's right. That's close. Call me by your name. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Phantom Thread. I mean, Daniel Day-Lewis is running, right? He wins anything he's, uh, That's he's what he up does. for. He's the Bill Belichick uh, Gary Oldman, though, is another... He's, he's very good. Uh, Denzel's not going to win that. Not in that movie. No. I, did, I, didn't, I didn't know anything good about that movie at no, all. Roman J. Looked, sound like a clothing line. Uh, yeah, and yeah. then Get Out. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Uh, for Darkest Hour. So and then uh, Lead Actresses. Lead Actresses. You feel like them. you can read those? No. I, think, I think you can do it. I, I believe in you. Yes. Lead Actresses. Ooh. First name Sally. That's an easy one. Sally Hawkins, The Shape of Water. Frances McDormand, uh, and three both. I think she will win that one. That was good. Because you Pe- saw that. I saw. People didn't like that one because it's like too culturally insensitive. Or I whatever. thought, she, like, I thought it's look, she looked like she did a good job in the preview that I saw. She looked just like she looked like she did what she did. She's very convincing. Marco Robbie from My Tanya. Who? Marco Robbie. Marco? Marco Margo. Marco? Marco? Oh, it got a T at the end. Marco Rubio? Margo. It's a T silent T. Margo Robbie. Margo. Margo. Is that her name? Yes. Okay. You're welcome. From I, Tanya? Yeah, from I, Tanya. Listen, it, I'm just going to say this, okay? And I don't care what happens. Don't do it. Uh, it, I, I, I'm not watching movies anymore if she wins. Okay? <laughs> and, and, here, and this is the thing. I'm done with Tanya Harding. We she left Tanya like, Harding in 2017 yes. along with all the other riffraff. Okay. I don't want to hear about it anymore. They're just trying to get gold at the Olympics. 
I don't want to hear about it. Was Tanya Harding? What is this? What's happening here? Is does anybody even know what happened with that story? Why is Tanya Harding the victim? If you make a movie of it, anything can be forgiven, Joy. No, that ain't how it works. Okay, yeah. on any level, actually, that is not how it works. I am not advocating for this Tanya Harding nonsense. No, who is this Tanya Harding? Why is she at the award ceremony? I don't want to see Tanya Harding. Yeah, she was. It's her story. It's her story, Joy. Does anyone have Wikipedia? <sighs> do we know? Listen, do we forget what happened? I don't want to. I don't care we how good Margo was in it. She's yes. got the, the 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 bad eyeliner. I don't care. Okay. Wow. She's not winning. I, okay. That's not happening. Okay. Well, I'm gonna say the second, the last name first because I don't know how to pronounce that one. Meryl Streep, the goat, for the post. Yeah, Meryl, Meryl Streep is obviously winning. And then, uh, all right, let's do this for real. Cecil Raw, Sarisi, Ronona, the girl from Ladybird. What's her name, Joy? Yeah, what is this Ladybird? Oh, uh, Sarah Reese Ronan. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> okay, all right. So we'll we'll yes. find out. We'll find out how accurate we were. I'm going with Meryl Streep. Yes. I'm gonna go all front running. Uh, Meryl Streep. Yes. Uh, Gary, Gary Oldman. And um, uh, Darkest Hour, the one movie I saw. I saw Get Out, obviously, but I just you know. I'm going three billboards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wakanda for the actor. Mm-hmm. And actress uh, Frances say the N-word. She said the N-word in the movie. Everybody said the N-word in the movie. What's the movie? The three billboards outside of Ebony. There's a lot of N-word in that movie? Yeah, as much as just, yeah. It's it's like it's like the world, it's like the opposite of Wakanda. <laughs> I think, well, it's pretty cool we cleared that up. Okay, that's the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. Uh, Thank you guys for joining us this week. Make sure you subscribe and share and give us nice ratings Mm -hmm. and comment on YouTube. Um, And follow us on all of our social media outlets at Maybe I'm Crazy Pod. Follow Brandon, too, at Newman Show 99. Yes, thank you so much. Um, Yeah. Great job on the comments this week, guys. You were really into it. Just just great. Last last week, not so good. Keep it up. What are we calling them? The Maybe I'm Crazies? That's what I was thinking. Like, the crazy. I feel like like the crazies. My brother told me we need to call them something. You know what? Uh, we'll the let maybes. you guys decide what, what you would like. Yeah, what I want to be called. Yeah. And nothing with snack in it or Joy's nah, name. No, no snacks. Mm-mm. No snacks. The Joy's, Joy's could be the Joy's. The Good Joy's. Joy's. The Jollies. I feel like we need something more inclusive. Okay, yeah, that's fair. That's as fair. much as I appreciate the Joy Army, um, <laughs> so, something something specific for the for the podcast. Uh, thank you, Ryan Hollins. Ryan Hollins for president. Yes. For joining us. And we're going to have a bonus podcast for you again this week. Reggie Bush. Mm-hmm. Uh, California legend gets in it. Um, is cultural legend, us. yes, and uh, he has lots of good stuff. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to miss that. So make sure you subscribe so you get an alert on your phone mm. when it's up. Mm. Um, thanks for joining us. I'm gonna catch you next week. We love you. Bye.